Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Social support is the most universal protective factor found in resilience research. It matters all the time. It matters as young as when a child is developing. It matters before the adversity hits, in the middle of adversity, and after it's already passed. If a person has social support during any one of those times, their resilience is increased. If they have support during all of those times, then the benefit multiplies. Social support builds reserves, like social capital, that include both actual emotional and practical support, as well as the security that comes from knowing that someone, or even more than one someone, has your back if you get into a bind. In a study of first responders, two researchers found that social support mattered to their resilience and to their mental health. But here's what they found that's interesting. The first responders' perception of how much social support they had mattered more to their mental health than the actual support they received. Perceived social support, knowing that someone has your back, really matters to resilience and well-being. Knowing someone has your back affects your resilience. It's like my experience with the practice of ministering brothers and sisters in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Every member of the congregation is assigned, along with a partner, to minister to a couple of other congregation members. Besides checking in on one another and building a friendship, there's a strong tradition and expectation that if you end up hospitalized, lose a job, or have a baby, your assigned men and women will jump in with their social instrumental support to bring you meals, watch your kids, or anything else you need in an emergency. I've used that kind of support just a few times in my life. But knowing that kind of support is there provides a safety net and creates more resilience in adversity. It gives me peace of mind to know I've got not just two, but really 20 or 30 people who completely have my back if I truly need something. Knowing someone has your back increases your resilience. It also affects your own ability to cope with adversity in other ways. When you believe someone has your back, you're often more willing and able to muster the confidence and the wherewithal to cope on your own with your own adversity without actually calling on the intended support. Dr. Shelley Carson is a psychology professor at Harvard. She teaches creativity, abnormal psychology, and a class on resilience psychology. She has a tool called Mapping Social Support, where you jot down the names or initials of people you could call on to help if you needed to. Jotting down the names makes you more aware of your own social support network and builds your resilience because now you perceive more social support in your life. Even if you think you have no friends or are alone in the world, there are professionals and public institutions that could help. I was surprised at how broad my circle of extended support was when I filled it out. Not only is perceived support and actual received support both important, there's also different kinds of support that we can give to each other and receive from each other. Emotional support is listening to and validating someone's emotional experience. It's also a hug, a pat on the back, empathy, and caring. 
Instrumental support is actual food, clothing, money, giving someone a ride to the doctor, helping with mowing the lawn or doing the dishes. It's physical help with physical things. Informational support is sharing information that the other person may not have, but that they need in order to solve their problem or setback. Like all kinds of social support, sometimes this is welcome and sometimes it's not. Information doesn't help if someone sees it as prying or unwanted advice, but other times it's quite helpful. Appraisal support is a friend who will help you see what's going on more clearly. They express confidence in you, encourage you, and clarify how you might be up to the task. Another form of social support is being an example of what's possible. When we have role models that we can turn to, it helps us to get through hard things, seeing that it's possible because someone else has done it. Cognitive reframing support is helping someone think through their situation and seeing it in a more positive light, helping them find solutions or a way of looking at it that's supportive. Respite is taking over someone's responsibilities for a time or taking up the slack so that the person can get some time away to sort out what they need to do or to simply rest and recover. The last one is a sense of belonging, sometimes called companionship support. It's the shared social activities people find in clubs, church, or other groups. Sometimes when we try to support others, it doesn't always come across as social support. One of the best things I've done with my daughter who struggles to support herself and feel loved and included in the family is to ban the word, quote, help from our conversations. She's gotten into the habit of complaining that I don't, quote, help her like I do the other kids, even if I've just given her a ride, paid for something, and I'm currently talking to her on the phone for emotional support. After banning the word help in our conversations, it's forced her to figure out what kind of social support she really is asking for. Sometimes it's gas money to get to work. Sometimes it's encouragement so she feels like she can keep going. And sometimes it's a ride somewhere. Being able to separate out the kinds of social support she wants is actually increasing her own resilience. Because social support is so integral to resilience, building relationships, learning to serve other people, and being involved with groups all build resilience and create a protective factor for when adversity hits. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.